Welcome back to episode six. Oh my gosh. Um, it's been a while, don't get me wrong, but I've had other things going on, other commitments, and in a couple of weeks' time, I will be a qualified TEFL teacher, which is really exciting. I've put a lot of hard work into that course, so I'm finally coming to the end of it now. A few more assignments left, and then we've got the summer, and hopefully a few more podcasts will be on the way. Um, I hope you are all doing well and enjoying life. The sun's been shining. It's been lovely to go into pubs and restaurants and cinemas. Um, So, yeah, I mean, life is just resuming, which is great. And I am now resuming with the podcast. Um, But this week's episode is a little bit different to what we've done before. A little bit of a different stuff podcast so please let me know if you do want to see some more podcasts of this sort of style um i am interviewing a very good friend of mine you know her very well by now she's been in another she's been in a video she's been in a podcast before and she's also the voice of don't settle petal it is my friend georgia chanel that i'm interviewing this week um i've decided to interview georgia because she is a aspiring music producer artist songwriter and she's just released her second song this year which is called realize and i'm always plugging her because i think she's great um but i just thought why not bring her on let me interview her let me talk about her dreams and aspirations her writing process how she's found it during the pandemic so there's a lot of different things that we cover in this interview it was really fun to to do actually to to do this style of podcast um where i think i'm an interviewer but no it it was fun to do a different approach so if you do like this style let me know and if you are someone who would love to be interviewed if, if you're your own artist or or anything if you're a business owner let me know and and i'd love to interview you um i i did really enjoy this this style so yeah i hope you enjoy Please stream her song, Realise. It is on all streaming platforms, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts. She's done a few interviews as well with magazines and stuff like that. So um, I just thought I'd contribute with my small little platform, which is growing, actually. We're not far off um, the goal of subscribers, the 100 subscriber goal. Um, So make sure you're subscribing if you are listening. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoy because I really enjoyed this one. So yeah. Let me know what you think. Hello, Georgia Chanel. Hello, hello, Lola May. <laughs> Long time no see. I know, it's been ages. It's been ages and you've bought a new song out. How do you feel? Relieved because yeah. it was literally a year and a half in the making can't believe I'm saying that I don't think COVID helps like COVID literally delayed everything yeah um and also there was quite a few people involved in this one so you know the more people that's part of your team the kind of longer it normally takes yeah definitely Um, I remember us being sitting over the um sitting over the park together last year like midway through COVID when everyone could start to meet mm, up again and you were like oh god yeah we met up and got drunk yeah we did (laughs) 
<laughs> and you were like, listen to my new songs. These are what I'm going to eventually release. And it's like a year on. You'd already have that yeah. made pretty much back then. So, know. you know, a year later, you're just about releasing it. I think, to be honest, mm. it's people underestimate how much time goes into something like this and how time consuming it actually is the whole process of it. Yeah, yeah, it does. And do you know what? I know I'm not the only one either because it's like the amount of artists you see like announcing their new song and it's like, oh my God, we wrote this a year ago. I'm so happy like mm-hmm. that it's finally coming out, etc., etc. So I know I'm not the only one. I mean, honestly, I think it, I mean, we had that like first rough demo kind of like two weeks after we wrote the song and I I mean I feel like even then it only needed a few tweaks and then we could have brought it out yeah but I think literally what delayed it so long was COVID because obviously I went home we all know musicians especially like Zoom (laughs) sessions are just not the one man like they're just not the one oh I can imagine I can imagine um so yeah so obviously I wasn't in London for so long and then it just ended up delaying it that much but yeah. you know better late than never at least yeah out now. definitely <laughs> so obviously you've bought out Audrey Hepburn you've now released Realize and yeah. obviously have you got any more lined up that you are planning on releasing do you know what I've wrote loads of songs and I've literally got them all sitting on my phone but I don't this is the issue it's like I mean a lot of musicians will relate to this it's kind of like you write one and then they just like or you write a few and you know you only end up releasing one or you end up hating them after a couple of months and like yeah you know so I have loads and loads of like demos that I could release but I don't think I really want to I think um I mean you know as as a close friend like I've I've had a lot of interesting things happen to me over this past year. <laughs> of course. So I think I think it's if anything it's probably time to um write some new material. I mean, for 2021, I only set myself the goal of releasing like a couple of singles anyway. Yeah. And then kind of next year is when I want to, you know, really get like an an EP or two out, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um but I mean, the good thing, the good thing about the kind of people that I work with is that we just, we work, I mean, you wouldn't think it compared to what I just said, like how it took us a year and a half, but we do work <laughs> so fast. Like we can literally, you know, write like two or three songs in a day. So yeah, good. But hopefully, hopefully it will be an EP next or something of the sort anyway. Yeah. Are you, are you pleased with, with the reaction that you've had so far? Um, obviously Audrey Hepburn was your first release and I remember you saying like I can't believe it's had this many streams already I feel like with Realize it seems to have been a bit quicker for you the process of people listening to it and promoting it it seems like you've had a bit more of an audience behind you yeah definitely definitely I mean I think like um the reaction to Audrey Hepburn for my first single was like such a relief because obviously I was so scared because obviously it was my first literally my first single release and I was like oh my god like how are people going to receive this like are they going to like it are they going to hate it Mm -hmm. um but you know I mean to be fair some people did come back and say that it wasn't their cup of tea which is absolutely fine oh really Um, yeah yeah like um because obviously I mean other musicians and artists will know about this like when you release a song you tend to like submit it to lots of kind of 
magazines and editors and blogs and etc yeah. etc and some people did come back and say that you know it wasn't their cup of tea I mean which is standard in the music industry really because it's yeah. like it's just so cutthroat yeah you've got to have um, a thick skin haven't you with with any arts really you know yeah yeah you have but I mean that was received really well and and you know like even though my platform probably seemed small to a lot of people like mm-hmm. I feel like I did you know get I don't want to say fans but like listeners from from that mm-hmm. and then I think that did put me in in good stead for my single and I for my second single and I feel like that definitely was released at the right time because things were definitely starting to die down yeah um, with my first single like by the time I released my second one so I think I definitely did that at the at the right time and honestly you know it, you know it's kind of quality over quantity like I haven't reached like thousands of listeners yet but I mean even just to have messages from people like telling yeah. me how much they love and like vibe with the song like means a lot to me because it yeah. kind of you know makes me realize okay well people are actually like enjoying and appreciating my art and my music which is kind of giving me the motivation to carry on yeah so, and you know it is it is a, an art form you know you are putting your own art out into the world really and I think what better feeling than to get amazing feedback on it and um yeah you know like I know how hard you work and I know how much love and passion you put into your music you know and I know that you're probably your biggest critique as well because Mm. you know like back when was it 2019 when you released was it Transparency? Oh god yeah that little old nutshell. (laughs) That was like one of your first songs wasn't it that you put out Um, and I know that it was out and at the time I was in Cyprus performing and I used to play it in the hotels that I was in. Mm. I absolutely <laughs> loved that song. Um, I know you did. But you said, you said, you know what, like, I tr- bit, of, bit of trial and error, you know, although yeah. it was amazing, that's not actually the route I want to go down. And I feel like this this time around, the music you have brought out is Georgia Chanel. It's who oh you God, are. Yeah. It's totally your vibe, you know, like all of your, even all of your um, pictures that you're putting out there at the moment, like your promo pictures, it's so much more like you. Like, this is me. It's yeah. a bit like, I always think your music is very like chilled R&B, soul, funk, those types of vibes. That's what Everyone I'm getting. Everyone says that it's chill. Yeah, I, it I'm is so, chill. I'm so surprised at that. I know, I don't ever listen to my own so weird how like other people perceive your music compared yeah. to how you perceive it because I don't it's to me it's just not chill but literally so many people say that so. yeah I think you've got such but a I mean, soothing chill, chill voice nice. you've got such a soothing voice and it's just I think it's the ultimate like long car journey sort of vibe so like if yeah. I put it on yeah. as soon as I get up in the morning and I'm going to work early morning oh. But I better realise I'm in the car, the windows are down and cruising down the A-road. <laughs> Do you know what? 
I saw a couple of people because on on Spotify for artists, you can see like who, um, not who's listening to it at that moment, but you can mm-hmm. see how many people are listening to it at that moment. Okay. And I remember, I remember looking at looking at the app like one morning when it was really early, and I saw that a few people were listening to it. I was like, wow, it's like half seven, and people are listening to it. <laughs> I was like, early morning wake up music with George Chanel. Wow. Or like it's not your day, like... right? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even like a chilled coffee shop vibe, you know, you're going into the coffee shop, you're opening up your MacBook, you're listening to a yeah. bit of Realize or you're sipping on your chai latte, you know, this, these yeah. are the vibes I'm getting. Um, but what did, what was your intention? Was it to, was it to be chilled? Was it to create chilled music? Because from what you're saying, you don't, you don't perceive it as a chilled track. Um, no, like I, I... I mean, it definitely took me a while to explore my sound. Like, for example, like what you just said about my first single that came mm-hmm. out when I was like 19 years old. Yeah. Um, That like, uh, yeah, it definitely was a bit of a trial and error process. I realized that. Uh, no, sorry. I released that. I can't realize it's stuck <laughs> in my head. I released that. Pardon the um, pun. <laughs> yeah, pardon the pun. Um, and then I, I, I realized that, realize. um, <laughs> that it just wasn't me. Like it wasn't my sound. Um, I was proud of the song, like me and the producer, especially, who's also super talented. Mm-hmm. We put so much hard work into that song. Um, but then I just realized I was like, oh, actually, that's not really who I am as an artist. Like, mm-hmm. I want to backtrack a little bit. I want to start again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was I was 19. So I, I was a bit young. Um, and you know what? It I may not have released for another two years afterwards, but I'm so glad I just took that time to, like, write with yeah. different people and just find like what I want like found what I wanted to kind of sound like and just explored my artistry really and like honed my craft yeah um, definitely. but no I think when you're writing you never have this intention of like oh I want it to sound this way I want it to sound this way like at least I don't anyway mm-hmm. um and I don't I think like if an artist is authentic they most of the time don't either um yeah. I mean, obviously you can have preferences to styles and genres, et cetera, but it's like, you know, I never, I never went into a session thinking, oh, I want to write a pop song today or, oh, I want to write like an, um, like, um, an avant-garde rock song today. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I never went into a session thinking that way. Um, but honestly, like what I do go in thinking is oh like this is what's happening in my life right now this is exactly what I want to write about Mm -hmm. and then I feel like when you write from you know like the emotions that you're going through and stuff that's what then becomes like authentic and that's what then becomes you know what people can relate to exactly so for you with Realize the writing process let's say um like you've just said, it's obviously it obviously was reflecting what was happening in your life at the time. Um, mm. Was that per like a personal? Is it a personal song? You know, personal about who you wrote about. Was you upset because obviously, like the main lyric is, didn't realize that I played the fool in your game. So, <laughs> are, are people 
catching on to oh shit i've messed with georgia chanel now she's probably talking about me <laughs> um i mean who knows at this point because, who knows do you still have I contact mean, with the person it's about or no no i don't None. so i mean if 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 they heard the song and you know realized that it was about them oh. um <laughs> I don't know what to tell them, really. I mean, yeah. at this point. You've like, got to tell my... them thanks. Thank you. Because I've heard a cracking song now. Thanks. Yeah, they should just really take the L at this point. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, God, it was so weird. Because obviously that song is like so emotional. Mm. And it's so weird because I literally got cold feet like the week before that came out, I thought about taking it down from the distributor and being like, actually, no, I'm not oh, going to release no. this. Yeah, no, for real. Because um, obviously at the time I wrote that song, it was like, so I was just, I wasn't even thinking about releasing it. I just knew I needed to get those feelings out. Yeah. Because um, I'd felt so, I think obviously the main theme in that song is like betrayal and, you know, thinking that, you know, you knew someone when you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which is so doing- common. Which is so common yeah. and so people can relate to that, especially as young women. I feel like we'll yeah. kind of experience a bit of a knobhead. Um, yeah, like <laughs> and someone just doing like a complete 180 on you. And mm-hmm. I think like I think the main message of that song as well, what I was trying to get across is that I did think that I was such a good judge of character. And then it was like, bam, no shock. Like I'm actually going to turn around and show you someone completely different. Like, yeah that you had no idea about this whole time yeah um so was you in like the midst of that happening when you wrote realize I just well actually funnily enough I just realized (laughs) wow Wow. this song is so brilliant (laughs) (laughs) thank you you just realized so you realize <laughs> I just realized this person's true colors and I was okay. like wow like I'm really hurt because you know like me and this person like we're in a close relationship for a year and um you know it turns out that they were kind of not just hiding like actual things that they're doing behind my back but hiding like who they actually were as a person yeah and to be honest um, I think <sighs> Really, in my opinion, I feel like you don't really fully know somebody properly until after about a year. Yeah, no, you don't. You, you don't. don't. And, and yeah, yeah. it was the same for me. I've been in relationships where it's been a year, a year's gone by, and I've thought, you're not really who I thought you were. And you're mm. just trying, you've just tried to be this person to impress me or mm. fit in with my life. And that's not exactly. actually who you are. And I think it is such a good song for people to listen to, especially the message, obviously what we've just said, is because mm-hmm. a lot of people do do that. A lot of people, yeah, if they like someone and they fell for someone, they will mm. quite easily mask who they actually are. And in the end, it will always come out who 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 you are. So, yeah. you know, I, I think anyone who is going through a similar situation like that now, tune mm. realise. <laughs> Yeah. Do you need to realize realize this is the song for you if you're going through that right now then yeah um it's scary actually and I think and it's so anyway but like going back to like the whole like cold feet thing mm-hmm. obviously my life has changed so much now I'm so much happier like yeah you know I wrote that song originally like a year and a half ago I'm so much happier now and I just I'm, I don't have any emotional attachment to that song anymore like 
it helped me heal mm. writing it and then I moved on from the situation and that was that and you know it was it I think that's why I was like getting cold feet about releasing it because I I listen to that song now and it doesn't really mean anything to me it doesn't make me feel a certain type of mm. way like sometimes it reminds me of the situation and I'm like oh wow yeah you were really hurt like in the midst of all of that mm -hmm. but um you know it was it was hard for me to release that like all that all that time after and I even said to my boyfriend I was like I'm getting really cold feet about releasing this like it doesn't really mean anything to me anymore I'm not attached to the song anymore yeah um and he was well, like, I suppose no. it's like he was like yeah he was like no artists. you've got to you know it's like all art is all songs really come from a personal place and mm. you know you think of people who who have released songs and 10 years later they're they're massive because of that one song whether they have mm. emotional attachment to it or not you can always just thank it and be like do you know what I'm so glad that happened because yeah I am who I am now and mm -hmm. you know I've I've wrote an absolute banger from it but obviously BIM is what does BIM stand for British Institute of Modern Music British Institute of, of Modern Music and obviously you've done that in London now the last four years you changed your course yeah. didn't you halfway through yes yeah so you started so off is... on what was it music production or no I started off on straight vocals like I was literally studying straight vocals um my degree was called um BA on professional musicianship and mm. you could do that in a certain discipline so mine was vocals yeah um and then kind of like two years into that I started well like through those two years I was collaborating with people from songwriting mm -hmm. um and they were like oh like why are you not on songwriting like you should be on songwriting and then I developed my love for like music production and, yeah. and sound engineering and sound designing and all of that and I, I kind of realized then I was like oh like I want to be on songwriting because that's the course that you kind of learn a lot of that on. That's what I mean. And um, I think you've had to you've had to collaborate with other people to know, do you know what actually I quite like this area and I'm not I'm not yeah. just gonna stick to what I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to onto this and it might be a bit more yeah. challenging, it might be a bit more nerve wracking, but do you know what? I've got other skills elsewhere. And I think that's what's probably really great about going to a university or a drama school or whatever, is that you can discover yourself, really, as cliche as that sounds. Yeah. No, find yourself. Yeah, it's been a journey. And I really think uni, if nothing else, is really good for that because it just gives you the time to kind of experiment and like dip into different sections of your industry that mm -hmm. you're like you know striving and studying to be in yeah and it gives you a chance to just yeah like experiment and and find your niche really yeah definitely. Um, and it's it's definitely been a journey like I literally went to BIM as just a singer mm -hmm. and I came out like a singer producer songwriter I mean I've definitely still got a, a, a way to go I mean I'm, I'm definitely not the best songwriter or producer out of there by any out there by any means but mm -hmm. you know like at least I've I've learned those core skills and funnily enough for my um dissertation so I obviously used your podcast mm -hmm. um <laughs> and had to write like five and a half thousand words on it god that was awful oh god but five and a half thousand words on a podcast jingle <laughs> No, honestly, oh. I can send it to you. You can read it if you want. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Give me something to do at night. <laughs> It'll send you to sleep, that's for sure. Um, 
but um... <laughs> it'll be like Ross on Friends when Rachel writes him the um, the eighteen page letter and he falls asleep. He's like, "Front and back." Yeah, but um, I I got a first on that, and I remember oh. that like that was just a really proud moment for me because in my feedback as well, they were like, "This has put you in really good stead." Because obviously that was like writing for digital media, right? That was writing for your podcast jingle. That wasn't anything to do with me. That wasn't anything to do with my style, my genre, who I am as an yeah. artist. That was writing to a brief. Yeah. And um, and they were like, you know, this has put you in really good stead for like bigger commissions and and you know, things like that. And and you know, I mean, anyone who goes to BIM knows that they don't write or say that stuff lightly. So it's like you know, that was so nice because that made me realize like, oh my God, like I've learned so much throughout my four years and developed and grown. So well, you much. have, you know, and uh, you know, I asked you to to do the podcasting because I, you know, I had every faith that you'd do it the way I wanted you to do it anyway. But you, you know, whatever I told you, you did fit it completely to what I asked for. So mm. I think it's amazing that you did go in just as a singer just because you liked singing and you wanted to gig and you wanted to be a singer and you have come out as a as a creative artist producer and, and you know that that is what you want to do and that's what you work towards and I just think you know like a massive congratulations really you know you finished uni you. you did Thank an extra you. year because you changed course anyway and now you know you're, you're releasing music that you've worked really hard on and you've mm-hmm. what have you co-produced your songs as well um I so I am actually one of my goals is to release a self-produced EP I can't believe I'm saying that on this podcast live for everyone to hear <laughs> but it's like, oh you, my God. you've jinxed but, it now <laughs> I've literally jinxed it this is what people are going to expect from me now. <laughs> um, but um yeah so one of my goals is to release a self-produced EP. I will say for the first two songs that I've already released, I don't want to take any credit away from the amazing people that I've worked with. And mm-hmm. I definitely would not have been able to write those write those songs without those people. Like, for example, the producer, Kami, if you're listening to this, you're amazing. And I'm so lucky to work with you. Oh. Um, yeah, so Kami um yeah produced those two songs and I have to say like I don't know if I'd go as far as co-produce but like you know I definitely tell him what I want and what I don't want and like for example if I'm not liking how the vocals sound I will go back to him and I'll be like oh can you use this plugin or this compressor or this you know I'm getting really technical now but you know if if you're a musician then you kind of know what I'm talking about or could you EQ it in this way or you know and because I've learned music production it's like I know then to express and communicate what I want yeah even if I am working with a producer and they are producing the song for me Mm. um that I at least know how to communicate what I want and that's why I think it's so important whatever you're doing just to like learn your craft and like learn Yeah, because it just makes things so much easier. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I definitely want to have, now I'm getting, now I'm like getting my confidence and developing my confidence in it. 
I definitely do want to have more of a production role in my songs and yeah hopefully release some self-produced ones like some like ones that are literally self-produced like I can't believe I'm saying that because the thought of it still scares (laughs) me so much but I'll just think everything that you've wanted to do you've put your mind to and you've done it so yeah and yeah, now that you're not at uni and you, you know, you're just working, you might have more time to do that and to learn it a bit yeah. more and the skill and, and actually do it. And I've got every faith that you'll do it anyway. So oh, thank you. I look forward thank to hearing self-produced music. But yeah, other than that, I just want to touch base on, obviously, COVID's been a massive thing this year. Um, what, how, what has it meant to you? being a musician and being a songwriter how has that kind of put you what situations that put you in if you felt like it's been more difficult to write songs or if you felt like you've had more time to focus on your own music or obviously you've been working with a lot of people through this whole process so how has that reflected on your music the whole the whole pandemic um I won't lie I I think it's definitely made things harder because Mm -hmm. even though I am becoming more independent now as like a songwriter producer like rely on less people whatever um I still really enjoy collaboration yeah um and it's been really hard because like obviously I think like just the going in and out of lockdown has like made things really hard because it's like you'll make a connection, you'll do a session, it'll go really well. Mm. And then boom, you're in lockdown again and you don't speak to that person for like months. Yeah. There's just no, there's then, been no consistency as though with, yeah, with anything. Yeah, no, there hasn't. There's literally been no consistency. Um, so I think that part of it has made things a little bit difficult. I think in terms of like improving my own skills and like, you know, focusing on, you know me myself like just getting getting better at this kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's definitely helped with but again like yeah I, I do really miss well I mean we're, we're, we're able to collaborate now again but I did really really miss collaboration and mm-hmm. I think it wasn't because I think you know around that time like right before all of this started all of the coronavirus started like I was in a really good place music wise like I was starting to collaborate with all of these new people it was exciting yeah yeah and then boom lockdown happened and it was has like it no put one a, knew what was going on and has it put yeah. a delay on your music or because obviously I know you had it recorded beforehand did you want to kind of wait for the pandemic to kind of happen before you put anything out there or was you like having to wait for things to come back to you as in music or any of your promo pictures anything like that did that did that put a massive delay on it for you or was it just a case of you just waiting for things to kind of of blow over yeah no it 100% put a delay on everything like absolutely everything Mm. um I think any creative will who was like working on a project at the time or throughout that time will will tell you the same like it it just made things so hard yeah um yeah and the going in and out of lockdown I don't think helped no um and yeah it just made things really difficult um 
And yeah, like like I said before, I mean, those relationships that you were kind of, or those collaborations that you were just starting to work on and then you go straight back into lockdown again, it just completely ruined it. Like completely ruined it. So yeah, it's been tough, hasn't um, it? But now that's over, I'm just looking forward to kind of starting the new projects. Like I just can't wait. Amazing. So if you could collaborate with anybody in your music career have you got one or, or do you want to whittle it down to three top three who, who would it, who would it be who would you love to collaborate with ideally if you could pick anybody oh my god in the whole um, music industry who would it be I think personally you'd make a cracking tune with Anderson Pack. oh my god I would love oh my god <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I Anderson really do. Pack, yeah. No, definitely Anderson Park would have to be in there. You would um, make such a good tune with all with all yeah. Anders. Well, he he wrote. I mean, Jasmine Sullivan. She's I don't know if you know her, but she has like that beautiful, strong, like soulful voice. And they actually made a tune together, and that was like freaking amazing. So like, I do listen yeah. to quite a lot of Anderson Park to be honest. Like and every time I listen, I think. Do you know what this is? This is George's mm. sort of vibe, you know. Someone, yeah, someone else who I'd absolutely love to collaborate with, and I think weirdly enough, they have actually collaborated with each other. He's also collaborated with Anderson Pack, Kate Trinada. I would love to collaborate with Kate Trinada, like dear lord, <laughs> like no one makes beats like Kate Trinada. That is facts. <laughs> well, I hope all your dreams come true. Anyone else? Yeah, one other person. If we're doing three, let's do I'm three. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, bit of a random one, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna say Carly Uchis. Okay. Because, yeah, I just, I mean, I think when she just breaks out singing in Spanish, like it just, it's just fucking lit. Like it just goes <laughs> off. Like, do you know what I think? <laughs> I can see you in a little Latino dress. Yeah, like I'm not video. sure. How, <laughs> I'm not sure how our voices would go together. But, I mean she she's just she's just someone who I admire as an artist like she's so free-spirited yeah she literally doesn't give a shit like she just does her yeah um and you know she released that whole album in Spanish and it was like she just she just sounds incredible and she was like you know the whole music industry didn't want me to do this but I just did it anyway and she fucking killed it so exactly exactly so and you've just you've got to stand female artists like that you just have to yes and I feel like you're all female empowerment anyway with your bloody girl power tattoo on your on your arm maybe you should do (laughs) like a bit of a maybe you should do some like girl power songs some empower empowering Maybe that's food for thought. I feel like I you could definitely. you could do something like that. Okay, so we'll round up with just a few more quick questions. Um, through your music career so far, obviously you've gone through university, you've gone through college, and you're you're like pretty much going going off on on your own path now. What is the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? Um, that you've took with you really through through your through your career and, and what you've what you've used to put into your music yeah I think honestly um it sounds so generic but I think it's probably my dad just like encouraging me to follow my dreams and just be myself and to just 
yeah like to just work hard and and pursue my dreams really because it's like you know I think we both grew up in small towns and you know you know as as well as I how easy it is to kind of stay in the environment and to just never leave um and to just live kind of a comfortable life you know kind of knowing what you've always known Mm -hmm. being where you've always been yeah and being around the people that you've always been around so I think really um the best piece of advice that I've ever been given is to just yeah be myself and to just go at my dreams like full force um because I think it takes a lot of courage to do that and I think you know when it comes to things like music or any type of art specifically um you know you have to put put yourself out there in ways that you just never never thought you know you would have to and Mm -hmm. I think um you know some people find that easier than others I mean me I'm pretty introverted so I find that extremely difficult Um, yeah I'm still working on it now (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah I think to just have have the confidence to literally just pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue like that little voice in in your head or your heart you know telling you to go down that path just go down it because you know you never know what 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 like what will happen I mean if you'd have told me that I was like when I was 18 that you know I'd have you know songs out that sounded the way they did I just think I would have just been really shocked so yeah definitely and and you do have to just follow the path that you think you're destined to take because I just think you know you've got you've got one life at the end of the day and you know it's very fluent I think in in my podcast that it's the fact that it's don't settle petal that's advice Mm. that I take with me not necessarily advice that anyone's ever given me actually came from a pair of pants that I bought when I was with you actually oh my god we were shopping in wow, Topshop and I bought these pair of knickers and they said, don't settle petal. Oh my God. And I, and I put them on one day and I thought that'd be a good name for a podcast. <laughs> Poor Topshop, it's in administration now. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, bloody, bloody Topshop. I do miss it though. No, I do miss Topshop. I miss I know. it as well. I know. But I just think that piece of advice, don't settle. Obviously a bit more sassy yeah. with the petal on the end. But you shouldn't I I think you shouldn't settle for anything less than what you you think you truly deserve. And and yeah, I, I think that kind of reflects what you were saying in yeah, be yourself, but that little voice that's in the back of your head, you you actually need to go and do what that's telling you to do because otherwise yeah, I don't think you'll get any sort of fulfillment out of your life. Yeah. And it will always be a what if and you know, I think I think the saddest thing, and I think this is where another piece of advice comes in, is to literally just not to care about, not 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 to not care, but in a sense, don't care what people think or say mm-hmm. about you. Because, I mean, if I'd have listened to, for example, like it was one of the teachers at Boa, like they were like, "Oh, your voice is too jazzy. It's it's not good. Like it's it's you don't have a nice voice." I remember like one of the teachers saying that to me. It's like if I'd have, you know, if I'd have let that get me down or, you know, I wouldn't have been trying to make a career out of my voice now. So it's like... Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, I, think, I think it's sad because people that really listen to what, you know, others say or what others 
uh, this doubt about them like never actually have never actually end up getting the confidence Mm -hmm. to pursue um what it is they actually want to do and I saw I saw a really good TikTok actually the other day I think it was by Florence Given and she just said she just says something along the lines of you know this is a reminder for anyone who's kind of critiquing you and and being horrible about your art never made anything worthy of judgment in the first place and I just thought wow that is so true it's like normally the people that you know try and come for you about putting your art into the world are the people that are too scared to do it themselves yeah exactly exactly I think that's a good bit of uh, advice to give people um but just to round us up nicely which I think is quite an interesting question that I would like to get your view on is if you could change anything about the industry you're in what would it be obviously less misogyny um and more female producers that is what I'd change I'd I want like in in an ideal world it would be 50% female producers 50% male not like 7% female yeah and 93% male yeah like do you know what I mean so I think that's definitely something that I want to change and I want to be part of that change as well so good good and you will and you'll win a Grammy for it one day and I will I will present it to you (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because you'll be in your presenting career by then. I bloody hope so. I bloody hope so. Let's manifest it. Yes, we need Mm. to manifest it. Anyone who's watching who has any sort of digs with the media, I'm available. Hello, (laughs) hit me up. Get in my DMs. She's good. She's good. (laughs) Georgia, thank you so much. And everybody, I will play a clip of Realize um, after we finish our Zoom call. Um, and you can all feel free to go and stream it and get it on your playlist. And please message Georgia if you love her music, give her a little follow. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad you come on here. And I hope everybody now takes the time to follow you uh, uh on your on your journey and and support oh, you because you deserve you. it oh thank you so uh, much <laughs> thank you for having me as well I've absolutely, it's been a pleasure as always i love these podcasts good i love them i just don't do them enough but same as you i'm prioritizing other things at the moment yeah. to try and yeah. you know get the balance right but hopefully we'll be on a bit more of a of a roll with it soon we just but did you're and, doing, and we you're can. doing them and that's what matters like exactly you know, so. exactly yeah. right big love Mwah. Oh. Love you. Thank you so much for having me. That's fine. No worries. I'm, I'll speak to you soon. Yes. Yeah, Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Georgia. I loved interviewing you. I mean, I always love talking to you anyway, and it does end up going off on a bit of a tangent because um, we both talk for absolute hours. But thank you so much. And anyone who has been listening who is in a similar situation to Georgia or you're, you're a young girl, young boy, and you're looking at becoming a music artist or music producer in your uh, in your career, then I hope that was of some interest to you. I hope it was... Um, some help and a bit inspirational or even if you just want a change in career then I hope it was it was of some use to you um but if you did enjoy this style podcast let me know I'd love to get you on for uh, an interview of some sort because I, I feel like I've 
often just pick questions out of bloody thin air um but yeah thank you so much for watching this week i know it's been a bit of a delay um but but you know it's sweet you know other commitments are getting in the way but soon you know qualified english teacher um but yeah thanks so much make sure you stream georgia's song make sure you follow her on all social media platforms seems as she's got loads coming up um but yeah thanks so much for watching again make sure you like make sure you subscribe and i will see you soon with episode seven Mwah. bye